Rockstar. Welcome to the 32nd episode of Bantwit. My name is Queen Rafi and this is my podcast, Queen Rafi Space. And for today's episode, I spoke with Fortune Atasi, who is a voiceover artist who uses her voice to help brands deliver their core messages to their customers with crip style and professionalism. She's also the host of Ninja in 5 podcast, a podcast that shares daily Nigerian news and summaries. Interestingly, she actually studied English education at Ninja Delta University. Hmm. This conversation we had was quite interesting as we spoke about her sojourn into the voiceover industry, how she's been coping, challenges, and also the resources that she has been using to help her continue to thrive in this industry. Do listen in. For today's episode is going to be another episode for the voice series. For today's episode, I'm going to be speaking to Fortune Atasi. The very first time I heard her speak, I was like, wow, this voice is amazing. And though we didn't really get to spend a lot of time together, I've seen her do great, amazing things with her voice and so many other things as well. So this episode is me going to get to know Fortune as a person and also as a voiceover actor and artist. Welcome to the show, Fortune. Thank you, Rafi. I'm so delighted to be here. I'm really excited to have you here. I mean, you call your voice the voice of gold, and I don't have any counter to that because your voice is golden. Wow, thank you very much. People actually made me have that name. Actually, someone gave me that name, yeah, when they heard my voice, and boom, I just adopted it. It's a good name, and you should pay that person. They they gave you a really good name. But let's go back to, like, yeah. But let's go to the basics, like the very beginning. When was the first time that you discovered that your voice was quite unique and sort of different? Okay, so it was in 2017. As soon as I was done with school, I came back home. I wasn't feeling anything at home. I just told my mom that I needed to be at the radio station. That was the only thing I thought about then. And she made a few calls and in a few weeks time, I was at a radio station. And when I went into the recording studio, the first thing one of the presenters told me was, oh, you have a great voice. And that was like the song in the studio for that like whole month. Everybody hearing me for the first time was just saying that you have a great voice. And I was like, I had this voice since. How come I did not know? So for me, it was people telling me that my voice was great. It was people who heard me, people who knew good voices that actually told me, oh, your voice is good. You can do this, you can do that. And also, yeah, that's how I knew my voice was great. And that's when I actually started appreciating my voice and started using it creatively to do what I do now. That's amazing. And you talk about you finished school and you just wanted to do radio. What was the attraction for you to radio? I'm a radio addict. I grew up, my dad would wake us up every day listening to like, you know, the 6 a.m., 5.30 news. Thanks to the fact that we have like no power supply to watch TV. So it was always radio for the information. And I think that a little bit seeped into my own life and I began to love radio as well. But I want to know, what was your own attraction to radio? Because he said the only thing on your mind was radio. The little backstory is 2017, early 2017, when I was in my final year. I kind of just wanted to do something different from what I went to school to do. So I did English education in school. We're supposed to take me to the classroom, yeah? But I just started um, recording myself. For some reason, I just loved talking about random topics and just wanted to record them and listen to myself and just do that again and again. So I kept doing that and I I kept giving it to my friends to listen. And the only thing they said was, you should be on radio, you should be on radio, you should be on radio. So... 
as soon as I was done with school, I'm like, okay, let me go explore what these guys have been saying. And I also loved radio. They made me love radio, actually, because they thought, okay, I was fit. So that's where my attraction for radio came from, because I thought, okay, I could do well on radio. So why not? Let me let me go and explore. So that's where it came from. Hmm, I like that. And I've, I mean, I've had the opportunity of working alongside Fortune on radio, and I have to say, she's fantastic, amazing. So yeah, you were definitely a good fit for radio. And if I was going to d- describe you based off of what I, I saw at the time when we were back in Mina, and based off of what I see on social media, I'll probably say that, you know, Fortune is somebody that is quite focused you you give off this vibe of the fact that I'm very determined. I know where I'm going. This is my focus. And one more thing that I always kind of noticed is the fact that you are sort of conservative. If I'm wrong, please correct me. And if there's any other word I missed out that you would have used to describe yourself instead, please chip it in. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think you're really correct. I am conservative, especially when I'm in a new environment. And I think uh, for the uh, later part of my service year, that's when we met in 20, 2018 or 2019, 2018. Uh, I think conservative is a good word to use here because it was a new place for me. It was a completely new environment. I was like getting to get used to everyone. And of course, you you were new, a bit new to me. Yeah, I hadn't worked with you before. I hadn't. We hadn't really interacted. And of course, I was to learn from you. So I was basically looking up to you. And yes, yeah, so it wasn't very easy for me to like just open up, open up, open up like that. Yes. Yeah, so if it was the MENA experience, then yes, I I was conservative because I was still like trying to learn my environment. But right now, um, with what I know and with the goals and the dreams I have and with the principle of networking, that I know, I, I don't think I'm a very conservative person anymore because I can literally meet someone today online, connect with the person, start chatting and everything and all that. So right right now, sorry, I'm not exactly very conservative again. I don't think it's really helping to be conservative though. <laughs> okay. That that does make a lot of sense. So that means there's probably a word that you use in describing yourself now that I missed. So what's the word? I think I'm, um, I'm, I'm will I say a bit open i'm open i'm really open-minded now yeah but i'm really cautious okay that's the word i'm a very cautious person even if i'm extroverted even if i like someone even if i like people even if i want to be lively and i want to show myself so to say or i want to tell people who i am i'm still very cautious i'm still very careful who I um, really open up to. So yeah, I think that's the word. The world where we live in, we definitely need that. And I think now would be a good time to really segue into the conversation of voiceover, voice acting. We've talked about how you discovered that your voice was amazing and everything. Now, let's talk about what was your first voiceover job? And when I say first, first voiceover job, I'm the one that you actually collected some money for. Because I know that in this business, you probably do so much and not take any money for it. What was the one that you collected, like you, you got paid for? And how did that make you feel knowing that, wow, I'm any money just by using my voice? Okay, it was at the radio station. I did like an internship. I don't remember the exact job, but I think it was a government announcement. And my uncle was like the head of the recording studio. Yes. So as they brought me to record it, 
He was like, ah, let's give her some money. I think the people that brought the uh, announcement, I think they paid. So I think they gave me like 2K or 3K. Or it was even 1K. I can't even remember. But I know I didn't charge for that. So, but that was the first time I was like getting paid. Um, I, was, I was getting money for voiceovers. Then after then, I don't exactly remember the next time I got um, paid for a voiceover. I think, I think it was maybe sometime last year because I have done lots and lots and lots of free jobs. So I don't exactly remember when I stopped, but I don't remember when I started uh, charging for uh, voiceovers. I don't exactly remember the very first work I did, job I did, but of course it was not this year, I think it was last year. That's cool. So from what, what I'm hearing from you, it still looks like, you know, you're just like me, a greenhorn in this business, but hoping to definitely, you know, go plan every. So I love to ask, what are some resources or stuff that you're sort of been doing to develop? Because it's one thing to have a voice, it's one thing to know how to use the voice in all the various segments and, and, and areas that voiceover can exist in. So what are some resources that you've sort of been using to help you become much better at it okay the very first thing i'm going to say with my full chest is youtube youtube is a very great resource like today i was uh looking out for how to sound treat your room you know we under a budget and as soon as i was done with the first video I, ha- I saw like 10 other videos. I mean, great videos that are really giving you like good solutions here. Yeah. So youtube has been my my tool i saw a lot of things on youtube i learned a lot of things on youtube i learned how to how to have a conversational read i learned how to uh even use the software i currently use i use adobe audition i i learned how to use a mic i learned how to place a mic i learned a bunch of things on youtube so yeah youtube is one resource that i've used that's worked a lot for me then of course i found clubhouse say last month thanks to Pod Magic Creators WhatsApp group, we had a meeting on Clubhouse and boom, I was like, where have I been? Why have I not been on Clubhouse? There's so much on Clubhouse. So I went on Clubhouse and there are voiceover groups that I joined. And only one day we had a conference, sort of a conference. It was massive because voiceover experts from all over the world were on that conversation and people were just dropping tips, just dropping solutions, just dropping secrets and stuff they do. So yeah, Meetings on Clubhouse are amazing. Then, of course, Instagram. I follow a lot of voiceover artists on Instagram. And from time to time, they drop tips, they drop secrets, they drop what they do to achieve certain things. So, yeah, I learn a lot from Instagram as well. Then I also use Google a lot. Most times when I'm just lost for what to do, I just go and check on Google. And there's lots of articles. There's lots of this podcast. Yeah, I put also I put out some highly recommended podcasts for voiceover artists on my status yesterday. I use podcasts too. I'm going to come to that. And they've been helping blogs. They've been really, really helping. Voices.com, of course, is like one great resource too. Then podcasts. Oh God, I feel like podcasts are really underrated. To me, I feel like podcasts are schools, little schools, because people download a lot of value into their podcast. You know, it's audio, so it doesn't even take so much to record. People don't need to see. You don't have to do so much setup like in video. So people say a lot. They pour their hearts out. They, they bring in their experiences and just pour it on their podcast. So if you're a voiceover artist, you need to listen to podcasts that voiceover experts have done. I have four of them and they are so great. I think there's one by Voices.com that's voiceover expert. There's Voice 101 and there's like two others. I don't remember their name, but 
first of all, podcasts are great resources for me as well. So yeah, these are the four resources I can say very much as that I really use. Thank you so much for sharing that one. I didn't see the podcast aspect of it coming in, I must say. And that's very, I don't know, should I say that? That's kind of silly of me because I literally believe that there's a lot of information <laughs> in podcasts and I, I'm a podcaster and I also would really like to advance a lot in voiceover and voice acting. And I never thought of the fact that there could actually be podcasts out there that could help me. You have to give me the links to those things because not only do I need them, so I'm going to put them in the show notes so that whoever is listening and wants to go check them out can check them out as well thank you so much for sharing those resources with us i know you're still sort of um new and you're still sort of still going through the motion of what this is like and and what you can achieve with it but i also know that you're very focused on determined person like i said what's like this one thing or should i say one job or should i say one aspect of voiceover that you really want to drop your voice on for me it was audiobooks at first and then i did an audiobook this year and then i realized it's not that easy but i still love the audiobook genre so i might still definitely dive into that but what's that project for you Wow, I'm, I'm so excited that you said you did an audiobook. And I'm so glad you said it wasn't easy because it's one of the hardest things in voiceovers, yeah? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> but It's, so it's not easy, my, my sister. <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. It's not as easy as, as, as people think it is. So for me, I, I figured that I do very well with commercials. So I really want to be the voice of big brands, yeah? that I want to get to that point where we sign a contract that whenever they want to do an advert they're calling me so that's like one of the biggest dreams for me so commercials commercials with very big brands then of course audiobooks long narrations basically i love long narrations a lot i have never really done an audiobook before but i'm getting ready to do one because i'm getting resources i'm training i'm i'm learning i'm reading yeah so i would also want to do audiobooks then I would also work, I would also like to um, work with a an anime, maybe anime or cartoon. I don't know the, uh, what, which of them exactly, but something like in a film. Yeah, a film that they, they'll need voiceovers for. I would really, uh, really want that as well. So yeah, those, those, those are like my goals in voiceover for now. I feel like almost every voiceover actor or artist always has like animation on their mind. <laughs> Maybe apart from me, because I don't, I don't exactly enjoy watching cartoons. I really do hope that those dreams come true for you, and I know that they're going to come true for you sooner than you expect, children. Because God, yeah, I'm a God person, and I know that you're a God person as well. God works in in very mysterious ways, in the sense that when He sees you preparing, when He sees you preparing yourself for something right he brings those projects to you so i I definitely know that you know all of the things you're preparing for are closer than you can imagine amen amen thank you (laughs) i would love to ask this question what challenges have you sort of experienced so far in trying to establish yourself as a household name in voiceover industry and how have you been able to navigate them so far Wow, I love this question a lot. I've been looking for where to vent, yeah, about this. <laughs> so this is a huge opportunity for me. Please, People go and vent away. It's not easy, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say something before I say what the challenges and how I'm, I'm trying to navigate my way through. The first thing is, in voiceovers, 
your voice does not count. If you have the best voice in the world and you don't know how to use it, nobody would hire you. So in voiceovers, it's not about who has the milkiest or the most sonorous voice or the most appealing voice. No. If you can't read the script, if you can't talk the script, if you cannot communicate to your audience, if you can't interpret what the writer is saying, then it's, it's as good as nothing, yeah? So someone will be like, oh, you have a great voice, you already have an advantage. No, I still have a lot of work to do, even with my great voice. Because people who do not have my kind of voice might work harder than I am, that I'm, than I work, and get... Um, the contracts that I want to get because they have worked better than I have worked. Yes. Yeah, so it's not just about having a great voice. Having a great voice is amazing, but you have to still do the work. So uh, the challenge is that I face number one pricing. Oh God, people don't understand what it means to, to <laughs> what it means to, to, to send a message, to send their brand's message to their audience in a way that the brands will feel that message and act on it. It's a lot of work. It's way more than reading a script. People just think, no, be just a reader. It's not just reading. There's a lot of emotions involved. You have to do a lot of mental work to, to be able to get into the character. And at different times, you get into different characters. So that process of living yourself and getting getting into another character that's where the work is that's one part so people don't understand and when you now say some when you tell them your price they underprice you so badly that sometimes you'd be like what is this what have i done to deserve this so pricing has, has always um, been the major challenge well i'm growing yes yeah, so I'll just take take it as it comes and I'll just work with you like that. Then secondly is equipment. If you're a perfectionist or an average perfectionist like me and you're starting out in voiceovers, you might never start because you don't have a mic or you don't have cash to have a condenser mic, a great mic and all that gear. That was one thing that almost stopped me from starting because I didn't have all this gear. But thanks be to God, I had colleagues who told me you can actually record with your phone and all that kind of thing. So that's how I started. Equipment was like a very big challenge for me. It wasn't supposed to be though, but I let it become a challenge for me because of what I've been seeing, because of what I've been looking at. Uh, I've been looking at the professionals, the big guys using road mics, ATR2020, these great mics that are like above 100,000. And I'm like, I don't have 100,000 to buy these mics. What do I do? So equipment was like um, a challenge for me. It, it is still uh, a little challenge. But of course, I'm overcoming it gradually. At least I've been able to get some money. I'm buying my, I've got a mic. Yeah, so I'm getting other stuff gradually. The, uh, the next thing for me that is the challenge is getting customers. I mean, getting people that want the kind of voiceover that I do. So now I major in commercials. And yet I'll see, pe I'll see people bringing me to come and announce their church programs. I'm not good with that. I've already told myself that. So getting the right customers, yeah, is a bit of a challenge. Yeah, I know I still have to do uh, marketing. Yeah, but it's a challenge. The competition in this industry is high. Yes, I I'm going to be serious. So that that's that's um, another challenge. Then how I've been able to navigate through the pricing part, I've just told myself that I will stop accepting a particular price at a particular time. Even if heaven wants to fall, I won't take a particular price because I know that I would have passed that stage by then. So I have to re-strategize, re-strategize my marketing, re-strategize 
everything I'm doing so that I, I know that I don't deserve the price that pricing me. So that's how I'm going to navigate through that um, challenge of pricing. Then for the equipment, I'm just going to get creative with what I have. Whatever I have, I'm going to um, make use of it in the most creative ways and just make sure that I get what I want. Then, of course, I plan to get the equipment, the kind of equipment that I want. Then for the issue of um, getting the right customers, well, like I said earlier, I'll, I think I'll just strategize. Well, that's what I've been doing, actually. I've been just re-strategizing better, showing people that this is exactly what I can do. So if you need this kind of service, come. Yeah, so that's how I, I've been navigating through these challenges. Thank you so much for sharing, Fortune. And I love the fact that you are really, really honest. I mean, I can definitely relate with the whole stuff with the kind of equipment that you have. I was also in that school of, oh my God, I don't have like a mic or whatever. I mean, and I, I, I kept stalling, even though a friend of mine who wanted me to really jump into the voiceover thing was like, bro, Rafi, trust me. I'm like, I don't have a mic. And by the time I finally got a mic, she was like, okay, now you have a mic. There's nothing stopping you. We have to learn this. So I completely relate with that. And this business, in as much as it can start to pay you you also have to continue reinvesting i think jamal who has done this for like a long time who i had on my phone on my last episode of the voice series actually spoke about that as well it's like as much as this is like profitable and everything it's a business that makes you reinvest because like you said you have to be good if the quality of what you're putting out for your clients are not okay nobody's going to be coming back to you to, you know, do exactly. their jobs. Exactly the point. Yeah, that's it. And the marketing thing. Hmm. Neither. As I am like this, I don't even know. Like, in a regular market, I don't even know how to price. <laughs> I'm like, how much is the last price? Can I afford it or not? I'm gone. Like, so the marketing yourself can be a bit hard. And I'm glad that you're able to navigate that. Maybe I can come and learn some, you know, tips and tricks from you. I know that, you know, you've shared all of your challenges and everything. But I know that you're at a position whereby you're a lot better than some people who are just making decisions going to voiceover maybe last month or two months ago or yesterday or maybe somebody who wants to jump into voiceover tomorrow decides oh let me listen to Rafi's voice series on our podcast what's the one advice you want them to leave this podcast with this particular episode with the first thing I would definitely say is take it easy take it easy just calm down and take it easy because if you want to look at the big guys and compare yourself to them you're going to put a lot of pressure on yourself so the word is just take it easy just calm down and learn make sure you learn before you start because if you don't learn before you start you're you're going to embarrass yourself at some point yeah because when a client brings a job that you can't do you you mess things up so take it easy calm down and learn of course, you're not going to take forever to learn, yeah? But just make sure you learn something. Make sure you learn before you start, especially before you start charging. Do a lot of free jobs first before you now start charging people. Because once people give you their money, they're going to hold you responsible for everything. So learn first. Make sure you learn. I, I mean, I can't overemphasize this. Don't come out with all that enthusiasm of, I want to be a voiceover artist, especially if you have a good voice and people have been telling you. Don't think automatically you can be a voiceover artist. Also, if you speak well, don't think it's the same thing as voicing a script. They are two different things. So make sure you learn. 
learn from the experts you if 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 it's um possible for you to learn for free great but i don't think that that's even possible i wouldn't even advise you to learn for free pay i paid i paid just i paid a sum to learn all the a lot of stuff that i know now in voiceovers and i'm still going to pay more pay to learn if you don't have the money save up pay and learn so you don't go and disgrace your family people outside <laughs> because it's your voice <laughs> and when people yes when you do crap people hear it's your voice your voice I, i wouldn't say your voice is you yeah but people know you by your voice if you do crap they identify you like that so learn so when you're given a task when you're given something to uh, a script to read and someone hears you they'll know yeah you know what you're doing that's how they recommend you to other people with their chest with their full chest yeah so it's just one word i have to say if you're starting calm down learn do some things for free first before you can now start charging so so when when you're saying your voice of artist you're saying it with your full chest because you know what you're doing you learned the the tricks of the game you learned the tactics you learned the basics that's what i would say thank you so much and i love the fact that you kept on throughout this um this conversation you kept on reiterating the fact that regardless of how fantastic your voice sounds that's not an automatic yeah. um, automatic ticket for you to succeed in this business i think it's very very vital words yeah. on mabu that you dropped because i mean <laughs> somebody listening to you who say oh my god she already sounds fantastic like why are they not paying her already but i love the fact that you reiterated that despite this amazing voice this voice of god i've had to learn and that's the truth the fact that you have a yeah. good instrument you have to learn how exactly. to make that instrument work for you and i thank you so much for exactly. adding that it's been amazing amazing having you here you also have your own podcast can you just like quickly tell us what that's about Okay yeah thank you thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about my podcast I'm always excited when uh, I hear podcast <laughs> yeah so um <laughs> so I have a, a new podcast um it's called 995 podcast it's not the it doesn't have the regular podcast structure yeah because the podcast is called Niger in 5 and what I do on the podcast is every weekday I put out headlines major headlines for the day just brief very brief summaries of the major headlines very important headlines for the day no extra unnecessary detail just major headlines i just read them and that's all in less than 5 minutes you you already know the current happenings in the country and that's what the podcast is about I absolutely love that and as somebody who has a background in library library studies i'm just imagining how maybe like two or three years from now somebody wants to find out what happened or where the major headlines on blah 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 like your podcast could literally be like the only directory that the person would have to fall back on as opposed to having to go exactly. look for newspapers in libraries yeah exactly so yeah i mean it's a really yeah. good one and if you're outside of nigeria and you want to just catch up on what's happening or maybe you've been busy all day you've not had the chance to listen to the radio or you don't want to listen to a whole full hour bulletin on the news Nigerian Five is definitely something you should listen to. And I'm going to have the link in the show notes for you so you get to listen to that. Fortune has been amazing. May fortune continue to be with you and me and every other person who 
comes across thank this so episode of the podcast, I have to be the one to say thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I've completely enjoyed every minute that you spent here. Thank you so much, Fortune. Thank you so much. I enjoyed every single moment as well. This is amazing. There is no doubt in my mind that you enjoyed listening to that conversation with Fortune Atasi. As regards all of the resources she spoke about, especially the podcast episodes, I'm going to put them in the show notes for you so that you can also listen to them if you would like to learn more about voiceover or if you want to get started in the industry. Also, a link to her podcast will also be added just in case you forget to listen to the news one day and you want to catch up on the headlines. Nanjain 5 podcast podcast is definitely there for you thank you so much for listening to this episode have yourself a fantastic weekend till i come your way again i love you for every single time you click on play